This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. I sense something. A presence I've not felt since. Since episode six. That must mean it's time for episode seven of the Ultimate Marvel Podcast. You're the Spider-Man. No, I'm not. I'm not. This is just a costume. This is from the ceiling. They have like an award for corniest podcast intros. Do you think uh-huh. we'd be major contenders? <laughs> <laughs> we might be. Hi, I'm Jack, and he's Ronnie. Say hi, Ronnie. Hi. <laughs> We read comics, specifically Marvel comics, and a bunch of them. <laughs> Matter of fact, Ronnie reads so many that he may have a problem. I might have a problem. It, it, now may be a good time to confess your comic addiction, because confession, yeah. they say, is like the first step to recovery. But denial is like the first step of um, De- denial is the first step of admitting you have a problem or whatever. Oh, okay, is wait, is that right? I don't know. Denying it I, is? I, I probably just made <laughs> that up because I deny it all the time. <laughs> like, uh, how many comics have you read in the past week? I don't even want to guess. But. <laughs> See, because I was told, and it may be a rumor, because like that's what happens when you get a reputation for something. It like, gets like crazy fabricated. Mm-hmm. But I heard you literally read like 20 comics in one sitting. Oh, I don't know about one sitting. <laughs> Maybe like two or three in one sitting, but... Yeah, not, not 20. That's not unusual. And then, like, with my crazy work schedule now, I'm a IT call center person, so I actually have a headset on, like yeah. we do now. And I'm troubleshooting people over the phone, whether it be a business or a residential customer. <laughs> and reading comics simultaneously? Well, <laughs> sometimes. I mean, it just depends. Like, If it's something slow. Yeah, but, I mean, I always have my digital stuff like Marvel Unlimited or right. whatever. Either A, on my Kindle that I take to work yeah. for my breaks or whatever, or actually on my computer screen in the background. So Yeah, which Marvel Unlimited is is great, by the way. Yes. If anybody's not using it, you should at least consider it. I don't think yeah. anybody else... Do any publishers have... Because you said uh, DC doesn't have an app like that. Nope. I know Valiant doesn't. No, Dark Horse kind of does, but it's not to the point of Marvel Unlimited where, like, everything's out there. Yeah, and literally, I mean, everything up till there's, like, a six-month delay. So you can't read new stuff, and people don't like that. But still, man, there's a lot of classic stuff on there that you can get into. Uh, And it's like, um, I think it used to be, like, $90 for a year, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. And now it's like sixty or seventy if you buy the year, right? Yeah, which and that's—I is... mean, <laughs> I hate to say it, but like sixty, seventy dollars, I buy that in a week for comic books. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So, oh yeah, I mean, like <clears throat> most serious comic fans, if there's—I mean, it's not unusual to be spending hundreds of dollars a month on yeah. comics, right? So to get it for like what is that, six or seven bucks? Yeah, that's less than that a yeah. month. Yeah, that's a deal. Um, and, and like that—that's the only downfall, though, is like, um, 
like you said, it's six month window, you know. So, but it seems like every week there's new stuff that they put on. Yeah, and like um, they do, like creator things. Like um, this week, uh, Monsters Unleashed with Colin Bunn came out. Yeah. Um, so on Comicsology Unlimited, it's like spot spotlight on Colin Bunn. Yeah monster stuff and like what he, what he recommends that he read or or monsters that might appear That's in the cool. mini right so and then they have like reader stuff and then like publisher stuff and and the apps i think the app is almost like comicsology app basically except for you know different publishers this way you can go you can either search by character yeah or series right or, or creator and i like the feature where you can zoom in on a frame and just go instead of going page by page go frame by frame because if you're on like a phone yeah everything fits nicely yeah. in view the guided view yeah is that what you call it yeah uh, yeah that, I, I think that's what they call it because then it just takes you from the panel that you need to read next yeah so like a guide you know yeah because there's a couple of splash pages, as you know, if you're reading floppies, that you know there's word balloons all over the place, and you're like, "Oh, uh, what am I supposed to read?" And then <laughs> yeah, sometimes exactly. you read out of order. So yeah, you got to make a. Sometimes you know it's it's top to down, left to right, but sometimes they stagger them, so you're like, "I can't, yeah. I don't know which one to go to next." Right. <laughs> we had some fun talk yesterday on AfterShock Central podcast about gold balls. Yeah, we did. I need. I think I should. Uh, stick some of it on the end of this so if you don't have time to listen to our entire one hour rambling uh at least listen to the end when you're done because i i try to put some funny outtakes if there's any after the outro music and maybe i'll put i'll have to put some of some clips of martin's love for gold balls (laughs) yeah he loves him some gold balls he does man he can't get enough gold balls (laughs) i have some infinity war news but we're going to talk some Infinity War and MCU today, so I'll save that till we get to the movie. Is there uh, anything else significant? In significant non-Infinity War news? Um, I think they just announced like Ghost Rider not coming back to Agents, right? Yeah, I don't remember where I read that, but I saw that somewhere. At least not. It's not going to be on the rest of this season. But right, man, I'm going to totally say something wrong here, but. I think he is set to appear in something else. Oh, it might even be, uh, maybe that was just a rumor. I think I saw something about him appearing on Netflix. In like the Defender series? Oh, I know what it was. I saw an interview with him. Uh, I forget the actor's name. Um, but he, yeah, maybe it was Defenders. They, I don't think he's, he's casted to be in, in any of those shows yet. Um, but he said that his contract was written in a way that he could appear in them and he would be totally game for it. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. That'd that'd be cool. cool. Definitely be cool. Yeah. Um, other news I would say would be like the digital codes are going away. Oh, the, in the comics. Yeah. Which, I, never I don't know. Them. Huh? I never really used them. Right. Well, I can see that. 
and and that's the thing is like I think like in our little circle or people that we associate with the most on a day on the day basis like it doesn't really affect them cuz either a they're reading floppies anyway yeah or they're reading comicsology digital anyway you know the only the only thing is is like for me I would load the codes into my Kindle um, or my phone. Do you? Well, I would. Like, if, like this week I've worked 10 to 10 or 1 to 10. Yeah. On like 12 day stretch. Yeah, okay. So, you know, instead of actually. Yeah. I'd, uh, you know, if I didn't, uh, which, I mean, I probably already read them anyway, but they're just backlogged in there. But I hardly ever done that anyways because i have the marvel unlimited app so right yeah i, I never use them because i'm like I, I'd, I'd prefer if i have a hard copy to read that have it in my hands and flip through it um and, and i guess some people, have, some people probably sell them so yeah i was gonna say because i have been known to like give them away to friends right you know that doesn't really read current stuff or or trade waiting or whatever, but they yeah. wanted to check it out. Or like, like oh. make a recommendation, like, hey, this is really good. You should check it out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. That's here or there. Yeah. Really, for me, anyways, because, like I said, it doesn't really bother me. But the only thing that stinks, I guess, or is the big sour note, is that that was the reason for Marvel's price hike. Was that they were adding the digital code? And you know they're not going back down. Yeah, and we're not going back down, so. They never go down. Yeah. Well, sometimes. Not usually. Um, The new Logan trailer came out this week, and it looks amazing. Yeah. I know you've seen it. Yeah. Man, I. Uh, go ahead. I'd love it if they could work out a deal with Fox to incorporate. Hugh Jackman into the MCU like they did with Spider-Man. It has to be Hugh Jackman, though. Uh, see, for I me. think... Uh, you mean, like, for, like, flashback stuff or, like, for going forward? Hugh yeah, Jackman. no, going forward, just having to make appearances here and there. Because, see, like, the way my gut tells me is, like, this is his swan song, so now we're going to get... Laura as the all new Wolverine. So, if they made a deal, it would be for her for X twenty three then, and not for him. Right. Yeah. Well, that's that's good. I mean, they can Fox can keep making their like crappy movies with somebody other than you, <laughs> Jackman. Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> to me, like, because he's, MC- he's getting to that old man Logan stage, right? Which is where some of the better. Uh, Wolverine stories came out of, or well, a lot of this, and this I think is this movie is like r- roughly based kind of on that without the like future aspects of it. I yeah. think <laughs> just because he's old now, what is he in his fifties, sixties? A Hugh? Yeah, uh, I'm not sure about that, yeah, but I'm just saying like on the at MCU, least in his fifties, like on the MCU. Dang, he's forty. He's not even much older than me. <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. But like on the MCU deal part of it, though, 
having the teenage girl add diversity to their lineup, just like yeah. having Spider Man, yeah. a young Spider Man, had it. I mean, yeah, I need to, I need to, I need to see it before I make a judgment call on her. Um, well, because she true. looks, she looks really. I mean, the little bit you see of her in the trailer looks really cool. Yeah, I'm just saying, like you know, you have old white rich people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. We already have and that. then yeah, and so. But um, we don't have that sort of grisly old, slightly bitter, slightly wise character like Logan. No. Old man. No, Logan. we don't. Yeah. She and and uh, she's more. Like even in the comics, she's just like aggressive, like animal instincts all yeah, over the place. She, yeah, she's more feral about it. Yeah. Which yeah. because I mean, she didn't have guidance really. Right. Until later on, so. Yeah. I mean, because if you remember, like all the way back, Wolverine was pretty kind of feral right. too there yeah. for a while, so. Yeah, in the nineties. Yeah, I well, think. even, even like back before that. The nineties was the first when I got into him because I, ha- I have most of that run. Yeah, that was well, one of the first that, f- first comics I, I I actually bought and read. Well, that doesn't surprise me because like in the nineties, Wolverine was everywhere. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but he was. Yeah, it was it was good, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and like you said though, like the first trailer with uh, hurt by Johnny Cash, or with Johnny Cash singing it, yeah. which I like that version better than the Nine Inch Nails version. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was like, it's oh, fitting. now now we're going somewhere, you yeah. know, because the song just added to that trailer. Right. But then, you know, I've seen trailers before, and then watched the movie and been let down. <clears throat> but seeing this trailer, I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. this is actual X Men slash Wolverine movie I've been waiting for." Right. Well, so did Fox do uh, Deadpool? Yep. So they've had they've had a lot of misses, but they've had they hit they hit with Deadpool. I mean, that was great. Yeah. Fantastic Four was really bad. I didn't even see the new newest one. Uh, actually, I didn't. And I'm saying it's really bad based on everything I've heard. I haven't heard a single person. Yeah. Um, I got something to say about that. I was thinking about also that I want to circle back to, but I'll. But it has to do with Infinity War. Figure out how that possibly could tie in. Yeah. <laughs> I uh and and Logan by the way comes out in March, beginning of March. So that's right around the corner. Yep, that's right around the corner. Um. I did something I don't normally do, and I listened to some other Marvel podcasts this week. Okay. I don't know if you've if you've listened to many of them because I usually only listen to the Nerdy Legion podcasts. Right. Uh, Valiant Central. I listened to what did they? What did you watch? Whatever it's called. Uh, yep. And I listen to you guys on Bur- Rebirthically occasionally, but not often because I only read two DC titles. Um, but I rarely listen to the non-Nerdy Legion podcast, and, but this week I did. And okay. first of all, they all suck. Except <laughs> for this one, of course. Um, no, they, have, they actually have some really good ones. Um, but uh, 
there, one thing I, I well, there are a couple also um, that are Marvel sponsored, and it's oh, like okay. they do nothing but praise Marvel, <laughs> uh-huh. which we don't do that here. We give you right. our honest, good, bad, right. and ugly opinions. Right. Yeah. Um, but I also realized that there seem like there's a lot more Marvel podcasts discussing movies than comics. Really? Um, yeah. It seemed like it. Uh, I mean, um, which is also not what we do here. We discuss everything. Um, but it sort of made it more obvious to me just how much Marvel excitement revolves around the MCU right now. Um, even Martin's... Did you see Martin's post? So our friend Martin Freddy, who does the Aftershock Central podcast with us and some other stuff on Nerdy Legion, he put a post out on Twitter or Facebook doing a poll about which... What do people think was better for whatever reasons? Do they prefer Civil War or Batman versus Superman? Did you did you see that? Oh post? yeah, 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 I saw that. Yeah, and I shouldn't be surprised, but I was because it was overwhelmingly in favor of Civil War, and I think I was surprised because it seems like people just Marvel's on top, and when you're on top, like people love to rip you, you know? Right. Um, yeah. But when you filter out like whatever detractors. A lot of people are really digging this stuff. Um, yeah, like like the local minority, I guess we'll call it, right? Yeah, the local minority what? <clears throat> when we filter those out, oh, right, like right, the right. people that we associate with yeah. usually, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, some people are DC fans, so they're naturally... I mean, if I was a hardcore DC fan, I'd probably... I'd, I'd like those movies more than I do, because there's backstory and stuff that you pick up on and... You don't. Right. You might not yeah. otherwise. Um, but in general, it seems like just people really love this stuff. Um, because and, you know, we've talked about how Marvel is the first to really master the shared universe concept on the big screen. Um, but Marvel Studios is just like a, for lack of a better word, just like a power, a creative powerhouse right now. Would right. You, would you agree with that? Yeah, I would. Um. um Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, I was just saying, like, right now, it seems like they got to toe that line now, though. Now that we're so many movies in. Yeah. Because now, and I don't think this, but I'm just saying, like, just in general, not just in the movies, but in general, once you hit that successful formula... Yeah. How many times can you hit that nail on the head? <laughs> right. Without without being boring or seem, seemingly f- formulatic. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, well, I think that's that's the waters that they need to tread now. Is. I totally agree. And that's one of the things that has me in the mood to talk about Infinity War because they've been introducing new characters every year for a long time now. And it's all all seems to be culminating into Infinity War, which mm-hmm. is like will feature twenty five, I think, or more Marvel characters, superhero I think, characters. I think that was the last count. Yeah, which is like incredibly ambitious to try to get meaning screen time for that many characters because that's been sort of their thing lately. Is it's like okay, we started with one character and we tell their origin story or whatever, and they build it by adding more and more people to movies, and they still have some origin stories. Um, Doctor right. Strange was like a totally different direction, so they kind of did a different thing there. But 
these Avenger movies, it's like, and even Civil War, it's like, okay, let's keep squeezing more and more people into these things. And I don't think you're going to be able to, Infinity War sounds like it's, it's like you can't go bigger than that. Right. Um, so I don't, I'm really curious to see what happens after that. Um, do you think that'll be the time where they change direction? I mean, obviously it's going to, this Infinity War is going to be the climax of what Iron Man 1 started, you know? Yeah. But no matter how many phases leads to that, but yeah, I mean, it, will it be a time? I don't know if reboot's the right answer or not, but like come out with fresh ideas and I mean, we're going to have to get new actors, period. But At some like, point. Yeah, but like uh, a different direction. Like, yeah. will it be a younger Steve Rogers now and with a two, a totally different action or actor and not Bucky taking over the mantle type thing? Um, I don't know. I mean, I hope whatever they do, I hope they're smart about it because the magic, part of the magic to me of the MCU is that continuity across different shows with different characters and it being consistent. Like, you think Iron Man now, you think Robert Downey Jr. Um, right, yeah. So if, when they do have to start rebooting characters because of age, contracts, whatever, I hope they're, they do it, they work that into the story. So it's not like, like okay, now Iron Man is um, a different guy, you know, right. a different rich white guy. Right. Um, but... Like, maybe even bring in Riri from the comics, the new character, the new Iron Man. Right. Ironheart, or whatever her name is. Um, Ironheart, To take yeah. his place. Uh, if they could find a way to do, I don't know, maybe that's not the perfect example, but find ways to do, do like that so you can still have that character, but it doesn't just completely write off the guy that's leaving. See, and I think, seeing that, um, what you say in there, they're... Missing the boat, I think, on one key thing is like you and I don't on the comic side of it. We're not too hip as much as it seems like everybody else is with the younger characters. Yeah, right. Like we're, we're old. Like yeah, just, just say it. Yeah, we are <laughs> old and we need get, to get off our lawn. Yeah, right. <laughs> but there are some there are some newer characters that I like. Yeah. But when you start getting oversaturated, <laughs> I mean, that's a different tangent. But back to where I was going was, yeah. I think that if we start, or if they start, not we, because I'm not getting paid for it. But just think if they started having like Riri, or now that we that they have Spider-Man, or yeah. whatever, they can have like a young Avengers movie. Sure. Yeah. And... And it would direct to a whole different audience level. Right. Like your kids, for example. Yeah. You know? Because instead of, like, old man movies like we have, I mean, I understand that they're family-friendly and, you know, they're Disney. But just, I mean, and just think, like, what, each Marvel movie makes a bazillion trillion dollars anyways. Mm -hmm. And then if you have that young team... How much money would that make? Right. Man, there's just so many. I mean, they got so they got the whole. Uh, they got the whole world in their hands. <laughs> <laughs> the whole wide world. <laughs> um, 
Doctor Strange opened up a lot of new doors, and Thanos is sort of uh, adding to the whole cosmic element. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they could go in a lot of different directions. They just, they're going to have to do more. At the end of the day, I love Civil War, and I, and I defend it like when we're debating online or whatever, but I think they do have to do something more than just make comedy slash action. It's going to have to, there's going to have to be more story, or else it's going to do what you said and kind of get redundant. Yeah, and I think that's why um, The Winter Soldier is one of the most... right. Um, well-rounded and well-reviewed yeah, or most popular of the Marvel movies because it was deep and it wasn't um, it was more serious than the funny ha-ha you know type stuff so which I mean there's that there's that line too is that where you don't want to go into dark brooding emo stuff either (laughs) right well maybe you know well I mean yeah with certain characters you sure could sure but for me, the biggest hang-up, I think, is the disconnect between the TV show, the Netflix shows, and the movies. So you think they're disconnected? See, I think we've talked about this before, and I think me and you differ a little bit on this. Yeah, well, I just think they're disconnected in, like, well, the MCU, obviously, that's the big leaks, right? The movies. But they never mention anything below them, like the TV show or the Netflix stuff. Yeah. But, and with like the Netflix stuff or the TV show, they always mention the big league stuff. Right. Or maybe little Easter eggs here or there type thing that says, hey, we're connected. Everything's connected. Remember that's their tagline, right? Yeah, but, but how? How? But, that, but that's how, not. But hold on, because Peggy Carter has been in multiple uh, movies, and well, she and she had her own TV show. Yes, and you can say the same for Phil Coulson, though. Right. But that's the only connection that we had, though. And yes, they've done less like, of it lately. Yeah, and like yes, I know, like. Fury was on an episode of S.H.I.E.L.D., and so was Lady Sif a couple times, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, you're going to have to edit that out. Sorry. But, like, um... <laughs> but, I'll, um I'll, I'll never remember to edit that out. you got to live with it. <laughs> All right. Um, but, like, the thing is, like, how hard would it be to even have, like, Iron Man fly in the background? Of a show. Or something. You know what I mean? Instead of, like, bystanders know, on the but then, then you might get into that whole, like, Supergirl, Superman uh, appearance thing, which I don't like. I don't like seeing that, that, that a different Superman and Supergirl. And I know to most people they don't care. They're like, just give me a good story. Right. But to me, I, I don't... I've, I've grown accustomed to the, to the actor in the movie, and I, yeah. I want to see him. Or, you know... Well, that's the difference, though. With the DC TV shows and DC movies, they're disconnected, right? So yeah, but they don't want to pay Robert Downey Jr. to they they'd have to fly him over without showing his face because they're not going to pay him to be in one. Well, of those that's shows. what I'm saying. You can have it digitally done, right? I mean, it's just Iron Man in yeah. a suit or whatever. But 
I just want more connection, more cohesive connection than what we get. I guess. Okay. I even like, enough. even like if the defenders show up for a small cameo in Infinity War. Yeah. Which there's rumors. Yeah. Well, let's go now. Go is it rumors or is it fan hopefuls? <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think it's a little of the latter, but when there's nothing definitive, <laughs> oh, <laughs> other, yeah. than, other yeah. than like. You know, comicbook.com saying something about it then. Yeah, my brother's sister's cousins right. works for Marvel and yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about the different castings in Infinity War because I think okay. there's a lot of interesting names. Um, and also I want to mention, I don't think we've mentioned it before, but just in case anybody still doesn't know this, Infinity War is not a two-part movie um, because that was the... We saw like Infinity One Part One and Part Two, and those initial like uh, images Review. of what right. was coming yeah. out, and we all thought it was going to be a sequel, which I I would I thought sucked because I was like I don't want to wait two or three years to find out how this ends. Um, <laughs> but it turns out the second movie is not has nothing to do with Infinity War. It might be in the aftermath of it, but it's really just an unnamed follow up Avenger movie that they have planned. Um, but it's not Infinity War, so that's that. Um, but the big news for me that I wanted to mention, and uh, so I'm 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 horrible with cele- celebrity names. I'm horrible with remembering their <laughs> names in the first place. But um, the guy I'm really excited about is Have you heard of is Peter Dinklage? Is that how you say yep. it? Yep. Who is Tyrion Lannister on Game of Thrones? And I love me some Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, but he's in talks to join the Infinity Wars cast. Um, Infinity War cast. Uh, do you watch Thrones? Yes. You like it? Yeah. Um, who doesn't? Um, but <laughs> Tyrion is awesome on that show. He's he's like one of everybody's favorite characters. And yeah. See here, I'll I'll give you a little pull back the curtain here. Do it. Most people have fears of spiders, snakes, or whatever. <laughs> right. My fear is small people. Oh no! No, I and I'm like being 100 percent serious, right? Okay. But my favorite character on Game of Thrones, Tyrion. Yep. So now, like, if we were at a con, would I get a picture or signing? Negative. But like on that show, (laughs) I I, I mean, you know. You could put me in a snake pit. You could oh, throw man. me outside with zombies. I don't care. Right. But, you know, that's for after dark episodes, I guess. But I was just saying side note is. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm just excited as you are, though. Yeah. So, go on. Well, it's not a live performance play. You'll be in a movie theater, so <laughs> rest assured. Yeah. Um, so who do you think? Like, there seems like there's uh, – I've heard two – specific characters he could play and they seem to be the most obviously most obvious based on his stature um Mm -hmm. uh because everybody knows him but he has like a form of dwarfism um so people automatically assume of okay he'll likely play a smaller character um and he was in the last x-men or x-men days of future past Tyrion or peter yeah who did he play? He was Trask, right? Or not Trask? Um, he was the main bad guy that made the 
<sighs> Damn it. Oh, right, right, right. With the mustache and the... Yeah, and the glasses. Wow, that's right. From the past. Yeah. That's right. So there's already a little bit of a connection here. Yeah, so is it is he going to be that character coming back? Yeah. Well, that's not what I heard. Yeah. But I've heard two well, different... Right, right, yeah, I understand. But my, uh, mine are totally rumors, so nothing definitive right. yet. He hasn't even been cast. It's not official yet. He's just in talks, so um, it might not even happen, but I hope it will. Um, well, so the one I heard was, uh, is it Modoc or Modoc? I Dylan? say Modoc, but yeah. Um, and he's sort of like a part computer, wait, right? Part human designed mm-hmm. to be like a killing machine character. He's a total villain. Um, right. and I don't know a ton about him other than he pops up occasionally in comics I'm reading and causes havoc. And he's short, hence the casting. <laughs> right. Um, so that's one option, which could be really interesting. They do need more villains. They got a ton of heroes and not a ton of villains at this point. Right. Um, then the other one, which is gets me a step closer to my ultimate goal of this being more like the original Jim Starlin's original story. Um, do you know who it, it is? Uh, puck or oh. troll 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 yeah that's what i i've that's the first rumor i heard was he could play pip the troll because he was uh he was a uh a, i don't want to say incredibly important but he had a role in infinity gauntlet yeah yeah um, he did and and he was so this is going to be all about infinity gems and he was for a long time the guardian of the space gem which like allowed him to manipulate space like teleporting um, mm-hmm. And that gem's already been revealed. I think it's in Asgard right now or somewhere. Um, but like he's a relatively underused character, and but Starlin used him a lot in the '90s, and Starlin created him as well as Thanos, and both were uh, parts of the Infinity Gauntlet story. So if they want to, if they feel like he would add to the story, then that'd be a good, good casting, in my opinion. Yeah. See. Between the two, and I know that, like our good friend Nick, doesn't like Pip the Troll that much. <laughs> right. But between Modoc and Pip the Troll, I'd much rather him play Pip the Troll. Yeah. Because I mean, Modoc is a good. Well, he's got links to the Cosmic Cube and stuff too. So. Right. Um. I also heard that... Um, I've never that really he, cared about MODOK, though, to be honest. He pops well, up yeah. and does stuff, and I'm like, eh, this... Like he's the, like a one-off villain yeah, type thing? a little bit annoying. Well, there's there's a couple of things that... But that's I mean, kind of what Nick was saying about Pip, though, for him. Yeah, so. right. Well, I heard also that he could be Puck, too. Yeah. But I don't know how that works with all the rights and all that stuff right yeah because puck's alpha flight or was right yeah so and he really isn't uh a cosmic like character right so well i mean now now alpha flights in space but 
Yeah, I think Pip has a little bit more direct connection to this story. Yeah. And Pip's had a lot of uh, interaction with Thanos. Not a lot, but they definitely have a history. Yeah, yep. Weird history. Yep. Um, so, you want to talk about the other castings? Because there's some interesting names here. Um, Go for it. The obvious ones. Chris Evans, Captain America, Robert Downey Jr., obviously. All the Avengers. Scarlett mm-hmm. Johansson's back, who everybody loves. And mm-hmm. Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner, who like everybody forgets about, is back. <laughs> um, the Hulk is back, and he wasn't in Civil War, so that's kind of cool. Um, and Elizabeth Olsen, who is the Scarlet Witch, and as well as the Vision, Vision are back. Um, so now, now this is cool. Or it could be cool. I don't know. We're going to have to see what they do. But Brie Larson, who has been cast as Captain Marvel... Is going to make her debut in Infinity War. Um, yeah, that that'll be cool. Yeah, and and she hasn't had like a backstory or origin story, so I guess she'll be introduced sort of like Spider Man or Black Panther were, just kind of thrust into action. Well, see, that's yeah. I was wondering about that because could she be like the Rhodey part of the movie? Because Rhodey. Oh, worked right. with the government, you know what I'm saying? But he was uh, Tony's best friend, or is Tony's best friend, whatever. Yeah. Because so, that's what she does. You know, she works for the government, so... Yeah. But is she... Will she be super-powered? She might not be when she, she debuts, might not be, but yeah. she could be by the end of the movie. Yeah. Depending on how much attention they want to put on her. I got so right. many characters, I'm like... You can't have deep stories about all of them in one movie. Right. Well, um, and then, but I was just saying that because her movie follows the next summer, I think, right? Right. Yeah, because so, they want to they prime it. They don't want her to be forgettable. Yeah. Um, so I, I wonder if they'll make her likable because in Civil War, fans have kind of complained that she's kind of bitchy for lack of a better word civil war 2 civil war 2 i'm sorry yeah 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 so i wonder if they'll try if, if they'll go with that in the movie or well a little bit more i think so friendly. because because i mean they just spent a year pretty much dragging her through the mud <laughs> right right and then she had a new number one come out this yeah. past week and so now you have what two years yeah until then so now it's now it's the time to bring her back up you know yeah <clears throat> which i mean everybody does that is like you get to your peak character right where you become iron man say mm-hmm. and then you fall to your lowest lows up to where you know he had the alcohol addiction type thing and then you get to rebuild him back up yeah so I can see that. I can see them in the comic world doing that with her. Definitely. Well, I can see them planning to do that. <laughs> and uh, will, they, it, will it execute that way? I don't know. But And they need a, a strong like female lead character because they don't have one. I mean, Scarlet Witch and Black Widow, every movie they've been sort of sidekick-ish. Oh, you, know you mean... mean? In, Oh, in the in the MCU, you're talking? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, guess Jessica Jones on Netflix. and. But, yeah, I mean, but as far as the movies go, there's not yeah. really a strong female lead yeah. character. I agree. And I think that um, Wasp might try to fill that role, too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good segue, because I definitely want to mention Paul Rudd being cast into Ant-Man. Uh-huh. Uh, cast into Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, because my... I mean, I, I knew he would be in it. Um, but my initial reaction is he'd just be kind of an insignificant tag-along. Right. Uh, but then the more I... Some of the stuff I've I've read about the Easter eggs in Ant-Man that I didn't pick up on when I watched it make me think, if they want to, he could be a, a huge factor in this movie. Um because like the thing to keep in mind is like he had so they he has access now because of the end of the movie to the quantum realm of reality. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to read up on this to the microverse. Yeah, exactly. And so this kind of blew my mind because I didn't catch up on it in the movie. But re- when that microverse, when he went subatomic right at the end. Right, and he keeps getting smaller and smaller until he's beyond the building blocks of physics, and he kind of slips through the fabric of space and time. Um, well, in the movie, when he did that, at one point, you can vaguely see a figure, outline mm-hmm. of a figure, mm-hmm. um, and the director, uh, Peter Peyton Reed, I think, uh, he confirmed that there was actually a figure inserted there on purpose. Yeah, we just don't know who it is. Um, but there's been some, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, cause what? Sounds like you might have some insight into this that I don't know about. Well, I I just, when I saw it, I just always assumed that that was like foreshadowing of where Janet could be. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah. And I've, I've heard that too. Um, but it's just but, not as interesting as what I was going to say. <laughs> but, well, that's fine. No, uh, and and that's cool because yeah. I mean that's like the obvious choice, right? right. Sure. As as to where that's where Janet is. So yeah, but just, just sort of hanging out. Yeah. Well, not hanging out, but just trapped, <laughs> trapped, trapped there, and can't um, come back to now or yeah the proper. Yeah. So that would be likely if if that. If that figures into the next Ant-Man movie, that sounds extremely likely. If this somehow figures into Infinity War, it probably would be less likely because she, she doesn't really bring much to the table. I mean, as far as a, a huge story like this goes, right? Right. Um, but some theories I've heard are that it could be Eternity. It, we could start getting to the real big-time cosmic characters like Eternity or Living Tribunal. Oh yeah. Who exist in a space, a cosmic sort of realm that very few people have, I mean, even know about or are able to get to. Right. Um, and they're sort of like those, you know, these cosmic beings that they they serve a purpose in the cosmos, and they were a factor in uh, in the Infinity stories in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like they don't typically care about villains doing bad things, like. Bad is sort of a part of reality to them, but if someone obtains universal, like disrupting power, then they do seem to care. Right. Um, which is the case when Thanos obtains the Affinity Gauntlet. Um, he has the ability to 
wipe even them out. So, I don't know. If they want to go there, this could be huge in fighting a villain with godlike powers. Yeah, definitely. Um, again, that's total speculation, though. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, that, yeah. That's definitely a cooler spin than it being the obvious. Yeah. So, hopefully. And, and it would be another connection to the overall... Instead of, you know, just having right. Rhodey sh- show up. Yeah. Um, or or was it Falcon? It was Falcon that showed up, right? And Ant-Man? Yep. Yeah, which okay. was kind of yeah. insignificant, right? And that's, but I, my gut tells me we'll probably just see another funny, you know, insignificant Ant-Man doing something right. weird. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, another similarly interesting tie-in could be Doctor Strange. Because Benedict Cumberbatch is uh, cast into this, and so is Wong, by the way, I read. Really? Um, yeah. And and we saw how the Time Stone, we saw how powerful it is in Doctor Strange. Uh-huh. So that could have huge ramifications on the Infinity War storyline. Uh, yeah. The whole, like, multiverse concept that they yep. sort of toyed with introduced uh-huh. um makes me wonder if that could come into play yeah hmm so let me throw this 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 back going back to the fantastic four which i remembered i wanted to say something about yep um i was thinking this um this won't happen by the way because it's my <laughs> it's my like dumb idea but i think it would be cool if they if they did at some point do something like this um but we mentioned how the Fantasy Four movie was just a flop. Like nobody yep. liked it. The ratings are horrible. Um, and I think everybody, every like old school Marvel fan, wants quality Fantastic Four stories in the movies or in comics. That's like the they're like the grandfathers of the universe, right? Yep. But nobody wants that Fox garbage in the, in the MCU, right? <laughs> But right. what, what if they did this? Because I think they, they have already announced that there's going to be a sequel, right? E- Fantastic to, Four? I, I thought that got shelved. Did it get shelved? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways. Um, would you be down for this? Because they, they've introduced this multiverse concept. And when we... like Okay, so when we see the multiverse, it, the co- whole concept is there's different Earths that parallel your own, except they differ a little bit. And some of them are just subtle differences, like somebody's dead and one that's not dead and the one you live in. But then some of them are really weird because it's like an infinity of different possibilities, right? So some of the these universes play out and are just kind of stupid. Like we see it in the, in the Flash show. Mm-hmm. When they go to another Earth, it's unusual sometimes. Right. Um, what if they did this where they went to another Earth... But instead of the Avengers sort of being the centerpiece of that superhero universe, the Fox fantasy, Fantastic Four was sort of the grandfathers of that other universe. But it was actually from the Fox movie, but it was kind of like, you know, so they could kind of play with that and have it exist, but don't have to have it come into your universe and like <laughs> run everything. Yeah. See, this is what I was 
thinking and hoping. Okay. All right. So the so Fox have launched Fantastic Four two two times now. <laughs> right. And the first time was okay, but nothing spectacular. And then that sequel was really horrible compared to reviews, right? Yeah. And then we have this hot mess garbage that came out recently. Yeah. So, by 2019, right, if Fox doesn't do anything about it and they're just being dicks and holding on to the rights of Fantastic Four, that means that Marvel will own their rights again. Hmm. What year? Uh, well, Infinity comes out when? 2019, right? Or 2020? I don't remember. Well, I'm just saying, like, say it's two or three years from now when yeah. the movie actually comes out, right? To May 2018. Oh, so it's next year. Yeah. Okay. So that kind of puts a cramp on my hopeful fanboy theory then <laughs> so what if uh, I'm just saying what if they use Infinity War to also introduce the Fantastic Four of them having the rights again whether it be a, a, a space cosmic like fight scene yeah and the shuttle and you see a shuttle get, get blown up or right. whatever yeah right hey maybe and, that'll maybe maybe uh That'll be a good way to segue away from some of these Avenger contracts if they need to. Right, yeah. I'm just saying, like, that could be, like, A, an Easter egg, right? Because yeah. you, don't, you don't have to say that it's the Fantastic Four. Yeah. But you can use it if you do get the rights back. Right. And then you can span off of that, and then that's how the MCU Fantastic Four movie could play out. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I do know one thing. I would like to see good Fantastic Four movie. Everybody does. And Fantastic I like Four see, anything. Yeah, I would like to see a good Fantastic Four comic book come back. Oh yeah. Somebody, a quality writer, not named Bendis, please. <laughs> I love I love Bendis, but it's like he does so much that I just don't get excited when I see his name anymore. Right, yep. Totally agree. Um, I'll run through the rest of this list kind of fast, because these are, uh, I don't know if they have as big implications as some of the other ones I mentioned, but um, Tom Holland, Spider-Man's going to be in it, uh-huh. and pe- everybody's super excited about Homecoming, and that'll be before Infinity War, um, right. so he'll be a little bit more developed as a character. And then Black Panther will be the last Marvel superhero to get a solo movie before Infinity War. So he'll be a little bit more grounded also. Right. Um, and then Winter Soldier, who I think Sebastian Stan, is that his name? Yep. Sounds right. Uh, if I remember correctly, isn't he once again in cryogenic stasis or whatever they call it, but this time uh, with Black Panther in Wakanda under their protection? I think that's how it wrapped up. Yes, that sounds right. Uh, he'll be awake and ready for war after the Black Panther movie, I assume. You're right. Um, and now Samuel L. Jackson, who plays Nick Fury, 
who's been in every Avenger movie so far. Um, mm-hmm. So it's only fitting that he'll be in this as well. But they still think he's dead, right? Well, yeah, but he's not. Yeah, right. Right, right, right. Does, I think Phil Coulson knows he's not dead, doesn't he? Hasn't that... Yeah, that's been because, in S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, that's been in S.H.I.E.L.D. See? There's a crossover there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, no, I know, that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, Josh Brolin? 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 Yep. Uh, so that's a huge win. I'm expecting... He, he's Thanos, He's right? Thanos, right. And we've already seen him. Uh, I hope his makeup will be a little bit better because he's looked a little funky a couple times in some of those post-credit scenes. Right. Um, but I expect him to have some major screen time in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Guardians of the Galaxy are all cast. Peter Quill, Chris Pratt, who I love, by the way. I think he's awesome for Peter Quill. <laughs> I agree. Uh, Gamora, Drax, Rocket, Vin Diesel, and Groot. Okay, so here's a question. So uh, Groot will be in it. Will he be baby Groot or will he be adult Groot by the Groot by then? Um, I'm assuming that he'll probably be teenage Groot, <laughs> adult Groot or young adult Groot by then, because I'm assuming if he's toddler Groot when Volume Two starts, he should be teenager by the time it ends. Oh, you think so? At the end of the Guardians of the, the- Galaxy movie. Yeah, after Volume 2. Okay, I just assumed he'd be Baby Groot all the way through. Uh, Well, maybe. But I don't know. Um, I I hope he's adult Groot by then. By the end? Yeah, well, by Infinity War. I I don't think I'd mind seeing sort of a a teenage Groot with a little bit of attitude, maybe. A little bit of teenage (laughs) angst. Right. (laughs) Might be interesting. Um, go ahead. No, I was just saying, who else? Karen Gillan, who's Nebula, well, is cast also. Uh, which, that could be, that, she was a big, big factor in Infinity Gauntlet. I don't know if you remember. Um, yeah, yeah, she was. She, uh, because she was raised by Thanos, but she was sort of like the redheaded stepchild role. He never cared <laughs> about her, right? Right. And and at one point, Infinity Gauntlet in the comics, she stole the Infinity Gauntlet at him from one point and had these godlike powers herself. But it was very short lived. She she's never been like the brightest superhero. So right. Um. And then okay, so after that, here's some rumored appearances. The big one, Adam Warlock. The big one, big one for me. Uh, <laughs> Right, we've seen his co- yeah. we've seen his potentially his cocoon unconfirmed. Right. Uh, the soul stone he possesses is still missing. Um, now, have you heard about the fault Easter egg in Thor: The Dark World? Yes, it's it's so hard. You got to read this stuff online because it, it happens so fast in the movies. Yeah, um, you just can't pick up on it. But uh, the professor in Thor: The Dark World what was his name. Um, um, it's yeah, es- I know who you're talking about. It's escaping me his name, but um, he's at a chalkboard at one point, and it has a bunch of stuff written on it, a bunch of things that are sort of significant to the Marvel uni- or the cosmic universe, mm-hmm. and underlined in one point 
it says sort of emphasize the fault. It doesn't say any details. It just says the fault, which, if you remember, that was from Abnett and Lanning's Guardians of the Galaxy run. The fault was a tear in reality created by a bomb that Black Bolt detonated. Yep. And it was going to destroy all of reality until Warlock sort of sacrificed his life to stop it from expanding. Mm-hmm. Expanding. Um, so some people connecting dots there say maybe the fault um if that's something that's a concept they're going to play on then it means adam needs to appear some some point to have a role right. in fixing it um but i'm the only one that cares about that so i'll get off my <laughs> warlock <laughs> i horse pepper potts uh jane foster natalie portman um said she does not expect to return but if they did bring her back like this is the spot Right? Yeah. Um, you mentioned the Dirt Defenders. Like, there's a lot of people that really want to see them at least show their face in this movie. Even right. though I don't, I don't understand how that would work because this is a cosmic story and they're very street level characters. Well, how's Spidey going to work? He was. He, well, I mean. I mean, if you think comic, of it that way. Right. I'm if just they saying. could transport him there, then they can take anybody. Right. Yeah. Well, they got the tech to do it. But it's sort of like, are they, would they be, are they at this, yeah, 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 I mean, they're like taking down gangs in Hell's Kitchen, right, now you gotta go fight Thanos and a, who's about to destroy (laughs) the universe, right, um, but Phil Coulson, the S.H.I.E.L.D. team, and Ghost Rider are also things I've read, um, and, and by the way, uh, Gabriel Luna, that's his name, the actor, Ghost Rider actor. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah. I had mentioned that he had said that there's uh, deals in place for him to appear in Netflix, so right, right. I wonder if that also could apply to the movies. I don't know. That'd be cool. Um, I think that's all the casting. That's all of them. The whole kit caboodle. It's a lot. That's a lot, yeah. I can't wait to see how they can put all these guys... I mean, all these characters on the screen at once and make it all work. Yeah. It's a lot of chess pieces to oh, move yeah. around. Definitely. A, 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 I assume a, a significant amount of them are going to have to be just there for uh, make appearances. And, yeah, like sprinkled in small yeah. cameo type stuff. Right. Have Ant-Man do something silly or whatever. Right. And then go on to something else. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's man. That's even without like the Agents of Shield or or the Netflix people. That's still a lot of people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even without them. Yeah. Because they... you can even have like the Nova Corps come back. Even. Yeah. And then you got to pay all these big yeah, well, names. Yeah. So. Uh, um. But do you have your uh, you got your throwback recommendation? I uh, my throwback comic recommendation. Yeah, segue yeah. away from movies. Um, I do because, like we said, I've had a lot of time to put used to my comics unlimited or my Marvel Unlimited app. Yeah. So, and I really dug this run while it was coming out. 
but I really like it more now that I read it because it stands up. Oh, I bet I can guess what it is. What? <laughs> Just kidding. You already told me. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> it is actually the Caged Angels Thunderbolts storyline that takes place while the first Civil War was happening. Yeah. Um, Warren Ellis writing it, obviously. Yeah. But now the whole concept of it is fascinating to me because it's bad guys being used as good guys, basically. Kind of like um, Marvel's version of Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. But to me, the favorite, my favorite thing is Robbie Baldwell, Baldwell in it, which is Cannonball. Mm-hmm. But he's going through his guilt stage that because he him and the new warriors were there when the school blew up which is eventually what started civil war right and so he has um morphed into a character called penance so which i mean if you look at the costume it's basically like the old time torture uh, Iron Maiden type suit. Yeah. So like, so like, whenever he moves around, he's getting cut and whatever. So it's like that deep character development for him. Yeah. And the guilt he's going through, and you know, of course, you got Norman Osborn who's acting like a good guy, but still having flashbacks of being the Green Goblin, and. And then you got Bullseyes on there being Hawkeye, basically. And you got Venom. Uh, I, I don't know. I just highly recommend it because yeah. it's pretty. Without the Robbie stuff, I don't know if I would like it as much as I do. I like the concept of it. Right. Like I said, just being Marvel's Suicide yeah. Squad, basically. Yeah. But. Um, and it also has some B-listers that get um, elevated in it, I think. So cool. that's my recommendation for this episode. And it, start, it starts at Thunderbolts 111. Awesome. Check it out. They're coming out with, uh, speaking of comics, the Defenders new title was announced with yeah. by, by none other than <laughs> the only person they have that could write a title these days, I guess. I don't say that sarcastically, but it's by Bendis. But this time it's going to be more in the, looks like it's going to be more in the uh, flavor of the Netflix Defenders. Yeah, that's shocker. Yeah, that's what they do now, right? Yeah. Um, So hopefully it doesn't suck gold balls. (laughs) (laughs) Good old gold balls. Cool, man. You want to wrap it up? Yep, sounds like a plan. This is Marvel Ultimate Marvel Podcast, and uh, where can they reach us at? They can reach us at the Twitter machine, which you are at Jack Sutherland. I am. I am at Rombar316. Yes, you are. And the show is at Ultimate Marvel Pod. Yes, it is. See you next time. Next time. Love gold balls. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Uh, Alexa, suck my gold balls. The worst. I was like, what the fuck is this crap? (laughs) In defense of gold balls, if there were mutants, wouldn't by law of averages, some of them just have stupid powers? Yes. They can't all be like badass all the time. Yes. You know, that's what they should do. They should have like a book called The Rejects. (laughs) Yes. Where it's just like stupid, with useless powers. powers. I no. heard uh, Chris and Mike doing that to uh, Russ on Gotham by Geeks, <laughs> yeah. where they were just screaming out Alexa commands. Yes. <laughs> Alexa, uh, suck my gold balls. <laughs> <laughs>